Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Infinite Boost podcast. And Bingus, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, no problem. Is is Bingus normally what you go by, or like do, do other people call you other things, or like Bingus is the name? Bingus is the name. Where did it come from? Um, have you ever seen the meme online where it's like the pink naked cat? Pink like naked cat? cat? Yeah. I have I have seen like a pink naked cat before, but I'm not sure of a meme. If, if you just Google Bingus. Okay. There's going to be a bunch of one picture. Oh, that's gosh. That's Bingus, basically. And I saw Bingus and I was like, I don't know this. I love this guy. I love Bingus. Uh, I would like to be Bingus. And so you adopted the name. Yep, the name, and then I uh, rotated through a bunch of edited pictures of Bingus that I would edit. <laughs> and your, but your profile picture currently is not Bingus. It's not Bingus. I like to change my profile picture a lot. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Just reflect how I'm feeling and stuff. I don't. Fair know. enough. I, I don't know. That's fair. I mean, it's self-expression is a very healthy thing. I'll see a meme my friend sends me, and I'll just be like, "All right, that's my profile picture." Nice. Uh, this this cat is interesting. Yeah, that's Bingus. Yeah, I I so I am like the exact opposite of you. I so on Twitter, for instance, have not changed my profile picture once. I joined Twitter in like 2007. That's really impressive. So, what is it like? 126 by 126 the picture yeah it's got to be pretty low res then right i mean i think it looks good i i would join twitter when 2007 is that before facebook no facebook came out in like 2005 okay so i i've i've already aged myself enough on this podcast I was a freshman in college when Facebook came out. Like I I got on Facebook. I heard about Facebook but couldn't join it because my university wasn't on it yet. Like when I joined Facebook, oh it was colleges. Ha- yeah, it was colleges Holy only. Crap. Did you know that? Yeah, I did only cuz I watched a, a bad the Mark social Zuckerberg network movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So like that's when I joined Facebook, when it was universities only and you had to use your university email to join. That's impressive. Like when it launched in at my university, you know, like that's when I joined it. And then I think I can't remember when Twitter what became a thing. Uh Twitter launch. I've never had a Twitter. 2006. Oh, so you're not on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. Okay. You should start like a Bingus fan club Twitter account. Oh, there's a million. On <laughs> yeah. yeah. You wouldn't be the first. There's so a slash Bingus. Twitter came out in 2006. And I think I joined in like 2007. I don't think it says like it used to say on profiles. Oh, joined August 2007. So I was a little over a year behind, but hey, I I still think that's pretty good. They used to have like the number person you were to join Twitter. 
And I think I was like in the millions. So like, oh wow! All things considered, I was still pretty early. Yeah, like seven digits. Seven digits was like how low I was for some reason. Like seven million something comes to mind. But yeah, I was I was very early to Twitter. I I went to a um, John Mayer Ben Folds concert with some friends. And it was an outdoor concert. The sun was setting. It was a it was a really nice picture for 2007, Tom. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. This and is so, it forever. Yeah. And I don't have that picture anymore. So now if I change it, it's then gone I don't forever. have. Yeah, it's gone. That memory is dead. And that happy so Tom had a beautiful. At this point. Yeah. Yeah, it it is. And uh, like. I just don't, I don't know. Then you just get into the cycle of like having to change it. It almost takes the emotional toll off of me of like, oh man, this profile picture is so old or I just don't look good anymore. Or that's not me or I need to, you know, do something fresh. If I never change it, then that's just what it is. Yeah. That's your sentimental picture that you can't ever change. Yep. Just like me, I'll never change. That's not true. That's not true at all. Okay, well, Bingus, Bingus it is. And now I feel like I've also been educated on who Bingus is. And that's, that's, a that's brand. good. Yeah. I mean, do you do you have any Bingus merch? Or is it just something that you have? Uh, actually, for? for a Secret Santa gift I got this most recent Christmas, uh, one of my best friends actually got me a Bingus controller. So that's actually kind of sick. Bingus controller for yeah for okay playing so games? I used a PS4 controller yeah okay and, and it was like a, a custom Bingus controller. controller yep that's sick that's a good friend Bingus merch nice okay so you are a PlayStation controller user yes well that's that's a great start I don't know if you've ever heard me lamenting about how bad i think xbox controllers are yeah i feel like everything i've heard about xbox controllers is they're a lot less uh reliable 100 percent. but i've i've uh i've been on that soapbox enough times that we don't need to continue down that road why don't you tell me a little bit about your relationship with rocket league okay so rocket league is definitely my favorite game ever uh it's my main game I think I first started playing Rocket League. I think I got my PS4 in 2016, so I think which was kind of late for PS4. But yeah, I started playing Rocket League in 2016, but I think I just played like a dozen or so games, like literally barely any games. But for some reason, I have the prospect rewards or just like the wheels, the lowest rank wheels. So I must have played ranked without understanding it was ranked or something. <laughs> but yeah, I think I only played like 20 or so games and then I picked it back up. I honestly just like tried it out and then just played stuff like Dying Light, Call of Duty on the PS4. And then around when Fortnite came out, which was 2018. Mm-hmm. I, I think no you're idea. right. Yeah. Around 2018, uh, I picked Rocket League back up 
and I think I got to gold. I was playing it very casually, just like every time I'd get pissed at some game I was playing, I'd be like, oh yeah, Rocket League, and then I'd just play Rocket League, and it was really fun. Uh, and I'd always play split screen with my brothers. And even though it was like gold, they were like, holy crap, like, you're so good. How are you, how are you hitting it like that? <laughs> and that was such a good feeling. I was like, wow, being better at people, being better than people at this game feels really good. Um, yes. And watching them just marvel at just being able to fly up and hit the ball or something or like hit it on the wall and not miss it, even though the ball is flush with the wall and so is my car and I'm not even jumping. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I checked my RL tracker just to like prepare for this. And I guess I didn't touch it for another year after that. Like didn't play any games for like two seasons after that. So then season 10 or 11, I finally, like, I forget what it was. I think me and my brother were playing split screen in our basement and I was gold and we were just playing like comp split screen for some reason. It's not like I could carry him. He's like bronze or something. And we ran into pulse fire just like trying to get clips on golds <laughs> like he's obviously better than gold at that point uh but doing what a lot of freestylers still do like six or seven years later and just freestyle on the the lower ranks but i was so amazed by what he was able to do he was like tornado spinning and like slowly air dribbling the ball down into the net from like high up on the wall and he was like on his car the whole time. And I was just like, we were both just like marveling over it. Just like, holy crap, how is he doing that? Like, this is insane. Like, he's dribbling it. And then I tried to hit it off of him and he jumped over me and then he caught it and he was dribbling it again. And I guess that was just the moment where I was like, I'm going to get that good at this game. Like, I'm going to try to get good at this game. Like, I'm going to start playing this game more often. I'm going to find out how to be better at this game. I want to do that in this game. And I feel like I've just focused mechanics more than anything else ever since. Mm -hmm. Probably because of that. So fast forward to now, what rank are you? Uh, So right now, um, I am GC2 and 2s, which is my highest rank. I'm six, I hit 16-16 yesterday. Um. And then in ones, I'm GC1. Uh, I think I'm, what am I? 1175, 1176. And then in threes, I'm GC1, like 1456, like barely GC1. But for the longest time, I didn't touch threes. So I really hated playing ranked threes. Mm-hmm. But finally got it to GC earlier this season. What about ranked threes do you hate? Uh, I think that I played so much twos, like I, I'm willing to bet that twos are 95% of all games played in this game for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I did it solo queuing on PS4 cause I didn't really have friends that were close to my rank. Like I would make online friends, um, like in gold, I made my first online friends in Rocket League cause I was like, Whoa, this game's actually fun to like me. Like before Rocket League, I didn't even take games seriously. So like the idea of adding someone online just to play more of this game with them if you don't know them in real life. It was, like, silly to me when I first <laughs> picked up Rocket League. And then I was like, whoa, this is actually, like, fun to keep playing with the same people and, like, almost have, like, these adventures in-game with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I quickly got better than them. It was, like, some 
this, this is going to sound hilarious, but it's like one 55 year old guy who like owned some sort of big company down South. Or at least he said that. And then like a nine year old <laughs> and, and at the, yeah, dude. And at the time, that was your time, threes team. <laughs> that was my gold threes team. And that was back when like, I feel like playing goalie was the meta in gold back then. Like, Wait, we were would, you the, we were you the goalie? goalie? Well, okay. So I think the first time I started solo queuing ranked threes, I would always play goalie because it felt like I had the most control over the game if I was, mm. okay, well, they can spam shots, but all they have to do is shoot. And as long as I save everything, we're going to win, which obviously is like a flawed mindset once stuff starts getting faster. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to ramble a lot and like completely lose trail of what, like where <laughs> I started. Welcome so you, to the podcast. You're totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, played gold with them, got better than both of them, um, and played on PS4 all the way up until I was like, uh, like diamond, mid diamond, maybe champ. I remember mm-hmm. getting diamond on console and being like, holy crap, I'm starting to get really good at this game. And like, of course, the better I get, the more I realize the further I am from being as good as I want to be. Um, but yeah, I got to diamond and then I was like, I, you know what? Like all these videos say it's easier to play on PC. I don't have a gaming PC. I've been holding out on getting a gaming PC for so long. Like all my friends in high school had gaming PCs and I always was like, uh, I'm just like a console player. Like I don't really take games competitively, but then I got addicted to Rocky league. So I was like, well, I'm going to get a PC cause I want to be better at Rocky league. I can do workshop stuff, which looks really cool. Uh, I'll have good frames, which apparently that's like what it's all about. Like on this TV, I'm getting 30 frames. Um, And I didn't even know about input lag stuff. So (laughs) then get a PC and as time goes on, slowly figure out how to like optimize uh, input lag using the overclock um, program that's rocket science has a video on. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No. Uh, so you can overclock uh, DS4 controllers because Xbox controllers don't have any sort of buffer because I guess it's like Windows. So they're... Sure. I don't know if they did it on purpose, but they just probably did. They just run better on Windows. But there's something called DS4, which I'm sure you've heard of. Yes. And... DS4 makes it so that your PS4 controller is a little more integrated into your PC. Um, huh. Because it makes it thinks it's an Xbox controller. Do you still use DS4? No, because I found out that it, it still has a slight input buffer. Um, okay. And so I use this overclock program that Rocket Science introduced on his channel. Oh, so instead of DS4, you use this overclock thing? Yes, and here's why. Because if you use a wired controller, it's much it's a much more stable um, input feed, I guess. Like yeah. the input delay is really stable and doesn't really alternate. But if you use Bluetooth, it's fat. It's like smaller input delay, so it's faster response time. But it's all over the place in terms of the input delay. Like the average, if you average it, is close to wired, and it's actually apparently harder to like muscle memory pound stuff into your brain from this game if it's alternating all the time because it's less consistent so your brain is getting you know less consistent i guess input from the game 
So you um, you use a wireless connection? I use wired, but it's overclocked, so it's the speed of Bluetooth, but it's completely consistent and never falters. Huh. Yeah, and it's so How has nice. nobody ever, besides rocket science, ever talked about this? Uh, like pros don't, don't use that. Do you know of any pros yeah, they, that use this thing? Oh, I'm sure they do. I bet it's just at that point they're not talking to... Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they do though. Anyone that uses a PS4 controller, huh? Do you There's like a few like Do you know other people that play Rocket League that use this? Yeah, uh, I don't know if you know Messi. Um, from ASAP, he's he's. A I really think I've good heard that name. ASAP. Um, and he he told me about it, and I was like, oh, I'll look into that. And he's like, yeah, dude, it's so much better. When did so you did, start using like, that? Crap, you're right. Um, probably last summer, probably like in June, but before that I just did DS4, uh, Bluetooth, which wasn't bad, but this has definitely helped me like, this has helped only consistency. So you feel like that there is a noticeable difference? Oh yeah. It, it definitely helps your consistency. Cause if your brain is constantly trying to expend energy to make up for the alternation of input from Bluetooth. I feel like simply your brain is doing less work when it's consistent. Oh, but now you play wired, right? Yeah, but because it's overclocked using the program, it's the speed of Bluetooth. So Bluetooth has a fast, like a... The input delay less is smaller, la- yes. Is the input delay is smaller over Bluetooth, but because it's a wireless thing, it's probably inconsistent. Yes. But now it's you're getting the low rate of Bluetooth, but the the consistency consistency of wire. Yes. Huh. Yeah, I like it. How is that not something that people always talk about? Like, why is this just the first time that I'm hearing about this? I can't believe this is the first time you're hearing of this. That's crazy. Yeah. So I don't... and. This is what I will say to that. I don't know that I'm good enough at the game to you notice. notice those little notice. inconsistencies. Maybe once I started using this, it it would clearly be different. But maybe it's just different. I mean, this is this is me just speculating. But like maybe it is there is there any world I'm playing devil's advocate? Is there any world where it's not really that much better? It's just different, and you think it's kind of and better. I convinced myself it's better. Well, I would. I have a hunch that it's not that way because there was probably a period like a month ago where mm-hmm. for like four days straight I was just like, "Why am I garbage?" Like I, I literally just am like. I, I'm so mechanics driven, so like I always judge how I'm doing on the day based on like how much stuff I can pull off. Mm-hmm. And so immediately, like I knew something was off, but I didn't change. I didn't like really investigate. I was just like, man, I know there's like ups and down days, but like this is four days straight. Like I'm just not getting touches I want and stuff. Come to find out, uh, it somehow un like overclocked itself. So I checked, put it back in, and then I was instantly, that night, after a day of like playing what I thought was garbage, just instantly had it all back. And I was like, oh my God, I've become adjusted to the 
Like mm. it was giving me the wired vanilla input delay. Yeah. Which was still consistent, which is why it probably felt weird, but uh just the, it was just a difference. little slower. I was like slow. I yeah, my car was just slow to everything. That's so which, like you really notice that stuff in like air dribbles or multiple flip resets or just fifties or anything. I mean all of it. For. As soon as you're yeah. used to something, if you change it just a little bit, it's gonna feel like you're playing a completely different game. I just yeah, had this conversation with somebody else. That's so fascinating. Yeah. It made me realize, I was like, oh, okay, I, I do play better with it. Or, I, well, no, because it, it was like four days, and when I first started overclocking, I feel like that day I was playing better. So the fact that I played worse for four days and didn't get used to it, mm-hmm. I was just not playing as well as I got used to with the overclock. Sure. Well, and I mean, it's, it's the same thing as upgrading your monitor to like 120 frames for the first oh, time. Oh, yeah, that makes like, such a... You th- you think that you're fine at sixty, and obviously sixty is better than thirty, and you like you don't really think it's going to be that big of a deal, and then once you see Rocket League for the first time in 120 frames per second, it's just like, oh, why haven't I been doing this? Yeah, it just it feels so much better, and I don't I don't even know if it made me better or it made the game easier or what but it just it felt more comfortable like it was the same game but i could just see more and feel more sum that up to it being better yes the game was better i don't know that it necessarily made me better but like it overall was just like oh okay this is what rocket league should be should be like yep interesting and i i think going back to like what i was saying before about you know not necessarily being able to see the difference or feel the difference in between like i don't know that i'm like i don't necessarily feel any input lag with the setup that i use now without this overclock but again, it could be just like 120 frames per second. I don't know what I'm missing until. Yep. Yeah. Good God. So wait, this is just like an application that you run. Do, do you have to load it up like Bacchus mod or does it just run in the background? Uh, Once you overclock, I think, I mean, for me to be safe, it comes in like a .exe. Um, mm-hmm. But once you overclock, you just like change a few settings in the program which the youtube video covers and it's really easy you just change like two things and then you press install and then it's overclocked and i just open that uh every time i play and i check and it says that it's overclocked so i'm like okay i don't have to change anything but so i do it out of just double check it placebo yeah i do it every time especially after that like weird four-day streak and 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 that goes to, to show like it's a very small difference because it took me four days to even realize yeah I was like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. I, this just feels so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, did I hit my head hard? I literally, I had no <laughs> idea why I was just playing so bad. And it's, it's one thing to play bad. It's another thing to feel bad when you're playing. Yeah. 
because I'm sure, especially when it's something like muscle memory and what you're used to, you know, everybody talks about the slow car bug or the placebo, just like feeling slow. And I've had stints in Rocket League where, you know, I'll open it up and be playing and just feel sluggish, like feel like my hands are heavy. Yes. I I think the most recent example that I can think of is, and this is nothing against the car, but like every now and then I'll switch off to a different car just for like memes and, and a good laugh. And lately when, and of course it's not the prettiest car, but like whenever I use the battle bus, I just feel bad. You just feel bad? Well, like I feel slower. And I'm not a I'm not a huge placebo guy or anything like that in this game. At least I wouldn't say that I am. But sometimes when I like get in the Merc or the Battle Bus, it just like it 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 hasn't felt good. It feels slow, or you're not getting hits you want. Because I feel like there's it, a big difference. Oh yeah, it feels slow. I do you know if um, the different hitboxes still have different turn radiuses technically they're not supposed to like yeah to be individual hitboxes and then they switch it to types Mm -hmm. i think all i think the turn radius and like the the different attributes of all of them in terms of that are the same the only thing that is different is the actual hitbox oh okay I, I swear I still see people in like Reddit comments and like in Discord saying that there's different turn radiuses still. Well, I think it's I think that's all mental. Maybe not though. I mean, I'm sure there are things I, I think that Rocket League and Psionics. Sorry, what? Oh, when they're individualized, I was just gonna say I think they they actually did have different like turn radiuses. I think I think I remember that as well. I feel like they centralized all of that. Maybe not. I I mean, I don't know. And honestly, they could be a little different and Psionics just w- wouldn't tell us. And I'm not saying that from like a conspiracy kind of thing. I just feel like they're, you know, those little things that go on in the game that we feel are just like a consistent way that aren't actually consistent or, yeah, you know. Like the hoops the ball versus the regular ball. Exactly. I mean, I, I there was a conversation the other day that I saw in a Reddit that somebody asked uh, if the spin on the ball actually affects it. Oh yeah, I think I was in that. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I was in um I was in a Discord and someone asked that. Maybe they saw the Reddit post or vice versa. And I feel like Sunless a while ago made a video about proving that it did right. It didn't. Oh, what? Yeah, it didn't. Because <laughs> no way. Yeah. Oh boy. That the spin didn't do anything. Maybe it you doesn't. think it does? Yeah, everyone in the everyone in the in the Discord said it did, and I was like, yeah, it does. No. There's so much stuff in this game that's like they feel like urban legends. And they'll never be proven. And like, sure, there's going to be one video essay on it with statistics and st- data mined out of the game. But 
But then there's going to be such a majority of people saying the opposite. Give it enough time and no one knows. There was a video a long time ago uh, that Sunless Khan uh, did an interview with the developers. And I'm pretty sure one of the things that he asked was if the spin actually affects the ball. And they said no. Wow, my whole life is a lie. Right? I don't yeah, I don't crazy. think it does. Yeah, I I I don't I don't think it does. I think that I think that's a conspiracy. I'm going to have to look it up. I mean, hold on. I'm I'm just going to look. I'm a ball spin determinist conspiracy theorist. <laughs> You know what? You're right. Because then when the ball's moving very slowly, you would see it wiggling all over the place. Well, You're and here's right. the I, other. So I I feel like I remember it from this video because one thing that they say is like uh, when when you see a goal scored in the replay, like it's and it's long and there's spin on the ball, but you see it looking like it's curving in the replay. It's just how the, the camera moves. It's not really like that the ball is curving. It's just how... Yeah, the spin combined with the camera moving in the replay yes. makes it look like... All right, we've done some research. I have found a video that Sunless Khan did in 2018, and I didn't watch the whole thing, but he he talks to Mercy about how the ball doesn't spin, but then he makes a great video because he has a mod made that actually adds curve to the ball. So the ball doesn't curve. And this overclock thing, what is it? Overclock? I yeah, I mean he just called it like overclocking your controller. Huh. And that I yeah, guess I'll definitely revolutionizes link you to science video. Yeah, that I mean it's mind-blowing that that isn't more prevalent in the community in terms of, you know, creating advantage or helping to be better yeah i you know i might have said too much there's a few other tricks but i can't really tell you about them because you know all the high level players use them and we can't we can't really tell all the other players about them so that's what's keeping me out of upper ranks GC will get inflated consistent basis yeah we don't need that <laughs> then they're gonna have to add something above supersonic legend and there's gonna oh, have to be God. gc 1.5 yep I remember the good old days when there was just three GCs. Now there's 10. I don't, I don't want to live in that world. Okay. So wait, go ahead. The first season I got GC was season 14. And I was like, Oh, I got I did it. Like I got the highest rank in the game, but it wasn't, it was kind of bittersweet because that was one of the longest seasons, but also, because right before I realized I was going to probably get GC, they're like introducing SSL. <laughs> I was like, I was like, are you are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I, I thought I was going to be done with Rocket League once I got GC. Like, now I'm roped completely back in as if I didn't get GC. Do like, you it, aspire it to SSL? Idea. Yeah, I want I want to get SSL. I think I can get SSL in twos. Yeah. I don't know how long it'll take, but 
do you train on a regular basis like do you actually practice stuff and work on getting better at your game um i don't think i actively focus on getting better competitively um i think i think the biggest reason i care about comp is because i play with people i'm friends with and it feels Mm -hmm. like comp is a bigger deal like i don't want to say like oh i don't care about comp but they're just like chasing higher ranks but like I don't know if I actively played with like people in the communities that have come to join over the past year that I would care that much about comp. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it's kind of like going to the gym with your friend, you know? Sure. It's like a lot easier to get into it and like take it seriously, and, like get a good workout if there's someone Definitely. there to like hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, I realized when I joined ASAP last summer how much fun it was to play in-house games. Mm-hmm. Because, like, this is awesome. We're all on mic, like, laughing, joking. Like, this is awesome. Uh, and I didn't want to get left behind. I wanted to keep playing in-house games. And there's a lot of people that everyone looked up to that are GC and ASAP. And I was like, I want to get GC. I think mm-hmm. I was, like, C2 when I joined last summer. And then... End of the summer, I think very end of August, I think I got GC. Wow. And obviously you're still making progress. Yes. So I am incredibly, uh, I don't know, hesitant, um, afraid, or just like unwilling to play comp. Um, I play so much casual. I, I think... Ever since I made it to champ, my ranking up has just been the result of me playing thousands of games in casual, mm-hmm. um, getting my casual MMR up, and then when I feel like I'm popping off, I just hop in ranked. Rank what up. is your casual MMR? Uh, this season I've hit 2100. I think I'm 2050, around there. Okay. So uh, I I like to keep it. I don't know when I started keeping track, but when I use Rocket Tracker, I try and keep it the top 0.1%. Um, and I've gotten the hundreds before for casual, which is cool, like top 100. But it's just casual, so it's not like, you know, it's not like comp. Right. But it's fun because for some reason, I placebo myself into not stressing about it like I can with ranked. And I'm also trying as if it was ranked. So, I mean, not always, but. A lot of the times I am playing, uh, like I'm trying to win. Mm-hmm. And with such a high cash MMR, I just start playing against people that are, you know, a lot better than what my current rank is. Oh, yeah. And so I get used to that. And then when I feel good, I hop in ranked and just, you know, win. Go to town. Go to town, baby. So what do you What do you think it is for you that gets you about playing ranked games? Uh, I think it's literally just the dumb picture plus, like, that's, like, your status as a player. Like, if, if like, you want to play with someone, they'll be like, oh, what rank are you? You know? Stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like, also, I feel like I fall into a pretty, like, I wouldn't break Rocket League down into, like, two kinds of players, but I'm definitely more of the... Uh, I'm not amazing as a teammate. Um, I've been getting better playing threes with Eliza and Bruno. 
and I've been getting a lot better at doing threes rotations because I hated it for so long. But I think I'm definitely the player who just like has the mechanics and gets tilted easily if my teammate can't do what I can do. Mm. Um, and I know it's lame, and I don't I don't really get mad at my friends when I'm in voice chat with them. Um, it's so much easier to just be like, yeah, he tried. Like if I'm talking to them, they're my friend. He's not some random. It's just I'm the randos with. that bother you. It's the randos. I'll I'll just like. I get used to playing high cash games and they're pretty good. Like players, my teammates are good. My opponents are really good. Like I'm not SSL, but in cash, if you're above 2K, like you run into SSLs all the time. And yeah, they're not sweating because it's not comp and they're SSL and they're really good, but it's still way better than what I was playing in ranked. So they don't have to try hard for the games to be tough. Yeah, exactly. SSL players. And then I would jump into my ranked and you know we'd be in the lead or something and just my teammate would make a mistake and you know they're not in a voice call with me right and i'm just like wow this guy's this guy is selling (laughs) and now i have to try harder to try and win yeah uh because like I, i know it's gonna change as i get higher into gc2 and gc3 but like my most recent win streaks, even getting up to 1600, have mostly me been popping off and doing most of the goals. And if my teammate can just support me and not get stressed out by me playing like a monkey, then that's when I rank up. Yeah, but... I think I remember playing with you at least once or twice and you just being like all over the place. I all over I the place in the sense that you can like get you, you just like get to the ball like you can Have just I do things. I think once, maybe twice. Yeah. Because I the think setting? I think Eliza and I were in a call in the Discord and you like popped in with us once. Oh, maybe. Mhm. It was bad memory. It was brief and yeah, not long. So I yeah. don't, I'm not offended by you not remi- remembering it by any means. So don't think that I'm expecting that. So you you play a lot of private games and a lot of the people that you play with are getting better. So you want to get better like them. Do you, do you practice though? Like it, if you're a mechanical guy, you probably spend time practicing these things, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm literally in free player custom training. I feel like more than I'm playing the game by like a factor of two now. Sure. Um, like right now I'm just in free play Mm -hmm. and yeah, I, I'm in training a lot. And do you feel like when you are doing that, it's usually productive time? Like, are you, uh, purposefully working on something or are you just there because it's like mindless time and you're just hitting flip resets and ceiling um, shots? When I am very motivated, like talking to Elias, like, oh yeah, you know, like tomorrow we're going to go play some ranked, blah, blah, blah. Um, then I, if I notice there's something that I can fix mechanically, I'll definitely work on it. But I think I'll do that on my own too, is like notice, oh man, I've, 
I haven't been hitting a lot of double taps lately. And then I'll go back in, practice more double taps. Uh, or, oh man, this part of the corner is awkward for me. Make like a training pack for myself. Or like, oh man, I can, you know, take off and do a, a great air dribble from these points, but not these ones. Let me just mm -hmm. spam practice from those points so that next time I'm in game, it's like I can take off from anywhere I want on the field and just stuff like that. Um, I'm very like focused on air stuff. Like I feel like I feel like a diamond who learned you can flip reset and air dribble, and I've just gotten more mechanical and more consistent. Like I know my positioning is bad, and I know I'm stressful to play with. Like I completely have accepted that. Um, and I've probably spent. A hundred. I, I, I don't want to over-exaggerate, but I would be willing to bet that I put hundreds of hours into flip resets and air dribbles. Mm -hmm. And I'm very consistent with them. But there's a lot of stuff in all levels of gameplay that isn't just that, especially when you have teammates. Um, I think... I think... I like being mechanical because in my opinion it just looks so much cooler it feels so much better uh i oh, literally can't go for an air dribble without like tornado spinning the whole time i was just about to ask if you're just like a constant oh yeah i'm a spinning guy. car wizard nice okay let's rewind on that because i think that's one of the most like fascinating aspects of the game because it's not easy to control your car or it's not as easy. So like, how did you get started? What was like the first, can you remember like the first week of you learning just constant air roll? How did you break that down so that you could yeah. get it to something that you could actually control? Do you know Wall Air by IP Joker? It's still in browsing. It has yeah. been for years. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the first training pack. I think I, or that was the first custom training pack I think I ever did. Um, besides like the pre-made ones that come with the game that are really lame. Um, but back then, like I couldn't master them or anything. But mm -hmm. yeah, I did wall to air and then I've just dumped hundreds and hundreds of hours into it. But at first I was doing, you know, the like player's first air dribble. I was just, my car was like overcorrecting back and forth. I'd get like a hit and then another hit right before I hit the ground. Um, and then that eventually became like, I was starting to get the goal before I hit the ground. And then like, I was getting more touches. And then I remember thinking in game, I was like, well, I think flying upside down would be very important because like, I wasn't aware at how strategic you can 50 someone. But I was like, if I smash into someone, like my tires hit it a lot softer than the top set of my car. So if, I, if I'm going for aerials upside down, you know, I, I'm going to be fast. Well, I mean, this is all banking on me being faster than them. But, like, I'm going to be coming from above, and I'm going to get, like, a stronger hit than if my tires were facing them. Mm -hmm. And so I practiced wall-to-air, completely air dribbling backwards. And then same deal with that. You know, I got a few touches right before I hit the ground and eventually could hit the goal before I hit the ground backwards. And then I remember watching a Flume video that was like talking about workshop maps. And and this was me practicing on PS4, I think. 
Um, so I couldn't do workshop maps. But there, he was like, yeah, like some people have enough mechanical skill where they can go through this whole course while doing this thing. And it's called tornado spinning and your air rolling and blah, 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 blah. I was like, well, that looks kind of, that looks sick. Like that's what pulse fire was doing when he smoked me and my brother. <laughs> like I want to, I'm doing that. Like I said, I was going to get that good at the game. I'm, I'm going to figure out how to do that. And so it just, you know, it probably started with me doing like one or two rolls and barely smacking the ball again before I hit the ground and do that for enough time and now i just leave the ground spinning and make all the touches that you know without being under pressure for the most part that i want to make while so spinning you were completely you were learning how to control your car while spinning while also hitting the ball yeah there was no time spent in free play just trying to control your car while spinning not while spinning, but I remember they were like, oh, this is a good exercise if you're on console. And to get good at um, flying upside down, I would literally jump out of net with infinite boost on and free play and just try and hit the other post while flying mm -hmm. upside down. And then I'd just do that over and over again. And, I, and then I'd like do like a little spin in between. And I'd be like, oh, that's fun and really hard to do. But then, yeah, I started doing that with... Uh, IP Joker's wall to air. And then once I got a PC, I was like, oh, now I can do rings. And now I'm going to really hone in on, you know, spinning every time I'm in the air because it looks so much cooler and feels really good. Yeah. So it was, it you went from working on wall to air. I mean, so then you had a you had to have spent so much time just completely missing the ball if you were trying to hit the ball while spinning. Oh, yeah. I had so many casual games when I was like plat and diamond where I would just go for aerials and just miss. I got that out of the way. I used to do that all the time. Because the spin was more important than actually hitting the ball. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I feel like I'm at a point now where... I mean, eventually I'm going to have to make the the few situations where, I mean, someone might criticize me on saying few, but the few situations I'm where flying in a completely straight plank position is faster. But yeah. I, I've completely dusted people just rolling around like an idiot and they're just like flying straight up. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure so you could I, eventually get to the point where you can be quite fast if you, you know, like if you're just holding boost the whole time and you had the right takeoff, you're still yeah, going to win that challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I, thinking like, wow, I can't go for regular aerial anymore. Or like my, reg not I can't, but like my regular air aerials, like I call them plank aerials because you just are not moving. You look like a plank. I, plank I love that you, I love that. Like I'm just and imagining that, a that's breakout. That's how far removed I am. That's how yeah. far removed I am from not spinning every time I do anything. Um, but I remember realizing in like a double jump aerial. Oh, and I would also practice the double jump aerial custom training spinning to make my hit because it looked cooler. That was literally the only reason. <laughs> um, but I remember realizing like, wow, like I'm actually better at spinning now than I am regular. 
Like, mm-hmm. am I going to get to a point before GC where, because I want to be GC, I don't know if I can make it. Am I going to get to a point before GC where I realize I'm going to have to relearn regular and like, I'm going to stop spinning? Uh, No. No, because I still spin for everything. So yeah, you were determined. You made it. You made it happen. Yep. Thanovic just put out a video either this past Saturday or the one before. Oh, I got lectured by lies. Where? Oh, after that video. Yep. Stop yeah. with the seven deadly spins. <laughs> <laughs> That's that A is hilarious and B not surprising whatsoever. I wonder how Elias would respond if some other coach came out like the next week and was like, bah, bah humbug. Like if you want to spin, spin to your heart's content. And why would I you say, listen to the liquid coach? Look at what liquid has done in the RLCS. Come on, Elias. That's like the yeah. worst coach that you would want to listen to right now. Come They've on, done man. nothing. They have an underage team, right? Is Do that they even have a team right now? I don't know. I think they have two 14-year-olds who are going to turn 15 for the next chance they can get in. Oh, really? I don't know. I Yeah, I don't really pay attention to that. Oh, you're not as deep in the RLCS as I've recently started watching a lot of RLCS. Like, very recently, like the past three months, I've started trying to watch every weekend anything wow. that's on. What yeah, was the motivation think, for that? Um, I don't know. I think I'm just slowly becoming more and more and more addicted to this game. I think that's how it happens. Oh, yeah. I think that that's how they get you. Yep. Huh. Cause I used to not really watch anything. Like I didn't know the history of RLCS at all until four months ago, three months ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just knew who like squishy was a lot of like the pros you hear people talk about, like if, especially if they make YouTube videos, Yeah. Like, watching pro gameplay would be like, Whoa, these guys look like robots playing this game. Like, Oh, so you like really weren't into it? Um, I, you know, sadly, I watched a lot of when I was like started getting into Diamond and I was like, okay, this is like my game now. Like, I love Rocket League. I really love all sorts of Rocket League content. I don't know mm-hmm. why I didn't get into RLCS then, but I definitely was into all the content creator fun videos. Like, here's a pro versus like 50 bronzes. Like, Mm-hmm. Watch, watch him beat these guys because aren't they bad? And he's so good, and it was cool to watch. Or like these rare items have weird backstory, just like old Floomp and Sunless Con videos. And Floomp's mm-hmm. like not even around anymore. He makes YouTube videos about classic motorcycles. No way. On a different channel. Oh, okay. When did he start that? Uh, classic motorcycles yeah i don't oh man honestly i don't even know how i found the channel but uh you found it i found it yeah that's impressive yeah it was it was a deep dive that i i'm not gonna say that i'm i'm ashamed of but some somehow i found that he started a youtube a new youtube that's actually like doing well but now he's yeah he's making videos about motorcycles. That's that's hilarious. I don't know why yeah. that's lit. Well, it's just because he stopped making any Rocket League content, really. 
Yeah, I think he just got like And he kind of fell off compared to like in views and in terms of him and Sunless. They're kind of yeah. racing for a bit there. Yeah. I I mean do you do you watch a lot of Rocket League videos now? Um now I just watch RLCS and Lethemir's videos and no content creation. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like flip flopped, I think, because I think because I'm a little more competitive about it now, so I don't care about. Uh, I don't care yeah. about like Pokemon, freestyling, or like <laughs> I really like freestyling. I love freestyling, but I'm not into the cheesy dressed up videos like that anymore. I feel like you would be into the freestyle, like. Cause it looks cool. You just like things to look cool, but you would rather them be competitive and cool than uh, impossible oh, the to pull off in a videos. game. But yeah, now that I'm a little more competitive, I've stopped. It's left like a bad taste in my mouth. How often, even on like I saw a montage like two days ago, it was Temple or one of the Pulse members, uh-huh. and and all these shots are doing really cool stuff. But then like a huge. You know, they would do all the dolly cam stuff for the cool montage. And it would pan over and there's like no, there's not even like a bot on the field. It's it's almost, it looks like it's in free play. Mm-hmm. Like there's no one defending it. And you know it's because they're, they're going up against like bronzes. Sometimes not even. Like I've seen bots in their, in their montages. Like you can tell which bot it is because of the topper they have and what car they're using. Uh-huh. And it's just, that's not impressive. Sure. Hmm. Uh, now that I've fully grasped that all mechanics are, is just putting in the time. Like, mechanics is all time. Right. And actually knowing what you're doing. Yeah. I, I mean, to, so, to implement it, you have to right. know what you're doing. Well, and I, I think in the little time over all that I feel like I've worked on mechanics and like tried to hone in on things. I feel like it's also important to actually know what you're working towards or how to work towards it because there is a world in which like you just don't do things right. Like if you're practicing something incorrectly, you're never going to get there. Yes, I get that. I get what you mean. Um, you just mean like practicing the right, like practicing the mechanic the right way? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like steps to help implement into your game can just be like, well, I always did this with infinite boost. Now I'm going to start doing it with the Bacchus mod limited amount of boost. Right. Like I've started doing that a lot with a lot of my off the wall stuff and I've just been getting like these six shots that I like to go for and usually take up a hundred boosts, but now I have like 25, sometimes like 46, 50 boosts left after pulling it off. I'll just be like, wow, that's making a difference. So you feel like something that you have worked on purposefully is boost control or boost management. Uh, For like flashy off the wall stuff. Yeah. I've been doing that a lot recently. Like when I look at, you're familiar with ball chasing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Elias likes to upload uh, our games into groups. 
and it's fun because I always see that I'm like 100 Unreal units faster than everyone because <laughs> I play very aggressively, um, which obviously doesn't translate to me being better because like we'll lose games and right. I'll just be like by far the fastest player on the field and it didn't make a difference. But I'm also very expensive boost-wise to have on the team. Yeah. Uh, I use a lot of boosts. I collect... He said I was like averaging like 25 big pads a game. Holy and cow. I don't know if... I, I don't know like the average, but it was a lot more than what everyone else is getting. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm good at stealing boost, but I also use a lot of boost. Mm -hmm. So how do how do you think that factors into your effectiveness? Like, obviously, it's perfectly fine to use a lot of boost. Like, I don't. I one thing that, that I've problem been thinking only about. Only affects me in threes. Yeah, because there's an extra player like stealing there's stuff. Two from extra you, people. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I get that. I think it's one thing that I've been thinking about recently for myself in my game is I've been trying to stay closer to the play. And one thing that I will do in those situations is sacrifice going like I'll, I will leave the play, you know, if, even if our team is still on offense and like putting on pressure, I'll just leave and go all the way to the back corner to get a hundred boost and then come back in and the play might be dead by then, but at least I have a hundred boost by now. Right. So yeah. I used to feel okay about that. Now I'm trying to stay in the play and maybe I'll only maintain have like, yeah, maintain the pressure, but I might only have like 15 boost or 20 boost, but you know, I, I can, can maintain that, that pressure. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You just have to make different kinds of decisions to be able to do that. I think the I'm much more guilty of going out to get a boost while Eliza and Brunner are in net defending. But if it's offensive, I'm so offensively minded. Mm -hmm. uh, I definitely forgo big pads for offense. I'll grab, I think like the majority of the small pads I grab are probably on the opponent's side because I'm just circling back in. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm very offensively driven. But yeah, defensively, I'll probably like swing out of net more than I should. I, I mean, I know I do. When you're on the defensive side of the field, you'll swing yep. out of the net to get boost. Yep. And then I'm like, okay, well, there's going to be a breakaway here, and I'm right here with the, all this boost. Yeah, I'm, and you're I'm just very, ready. I'm very offensively optimistic, I feel like. Yeah. And I think, you know, especially when you're playing with friends, I don't think there's there's necessarily anything wrong with that. Your boost per minute is literally like at least 70 higher than everybody else in this game that I'm looking at. Oh, you're looking at chasing. Yeah, I just found You're one. You're exposing me. <laughs> yeah, literally 70 boosts per minute higher than everybody else on the field. Yeah, I'm costly. I can work on that. I'm working on that. It's not necessarily a bad thing if you're actually doing something with it. 
I definitely feel like I do stuff with it, but it's funny because like a lot of the time Bruno will be like in net and he'll be like, I have no boost. I have no idea what I'm going to do right here because I have no boost. But I got to say, I am like, it is so ingrained in me to like steal and grab boost that I will watch uh, teammates when I'm solo queuing or playing with Eliza and Bruno, like drive right by pads that they totally could get and maintain possession yeah of the ball. i don't i don't and, necessarily and then immediately that after that i watch the opponent grab it but no there de- i mean there are definitely times where i'm probably grabbing more than i should okay so an interesting stat uh at least on this game that i'm looking at right now uh your overfill so like boost that you didn't necessarily need to grab right yeah was is only 300 yeah, which is low. Which is, I mean, there was one guy in this game, it was a thousand. Did we get crushed that game? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. No? No, you won this game. That's good. I mean, you got carried, but that's neither here nor there. You didn't get carried. You had 300 points. Elias had 430 points. So it wasn't that bad. But, I mean, your boost was... Like you used a ton more boost. The thing that was interesting though, and what I, I mean, I don't claim to be a coach. I haven't studied like boost management, boost use or anything like that. Your amount of boost used while in supersonic was 615. Yeah. Which was double the majority of the people in the lobby. Oh yeah. I cranked the boost. Your big pads picked up were 27, which was not the highest. You're like right in the middle there. But your small pads was 96, which wasn't the highest. The highest was 98. But then you're I'm 10 above the next small pads. Was this twos or threes? Threes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think, I mean, Based on this game, it's it doesn't seem like unreason, and you weren't even playing that fast. Like your speed was not that much higher than everybody else's, which I could understand why you would think it might be. Let's look at let me let me find a game you lost. Uh, okay. So here's another one. <laughs> again okay so again your boost per minute in this game that you it's lost 489 allies and bustin are 318 and 316 yep. <laughs> that's impressive uh, your overfill belt, is man. your your overfill is not that crazy your big pads in this game were five higher than the next closest. I don't know. Like I, I really, I have a a buddy of mine that uh, I play with regular, like one of my good friends that, you know, is one of the guys that I play with when, when I play is saying all the time, I don't have any boost. Oh, I don't have any boost anymore. Like whenever, whenever he's in possession of the ball and he'll like take it out of the off, like our defensive side and into our offensive side, Seven or eight times out of ten, 
will be followed by don't have any more boost. And it's, it's either like how he's picking up boost or how he's using boost. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think it's not necessarily, I mean, of course, if you're going around like a fiend and just picking up boost for like no reason and not necessarily participating in the game, that's one thing, but there's, there's ample amount of boost to go around in this game, especially in threes and considering rotations and time off the ball. Like you can find a way to either be effective with little boost or take the time to pick up boost so that you can get back in and actually do something. So, I mean, I find it, I mean, I, for whatever reason, I'm, I'm choosing to believe that, you know, your habits aren't necessarily getting in the way or hindering your teammates. I, I think, yeah, whenever we bring up how much boost I use, like a I mean, maybe he's thinking this, he hasn't said it, but so far he hasn't just pulled me to the side and been like, Hey man, you need to work on your boost. He's just always like, Holy crap. Like <laughs> that is a lot of boost. They're like, wow, you are moving around very quickly. You are moving around very quickly. Do you think, I mean, let's be honest. Elias is a nice guy. Do you think he would go out of his way to tell you like ease up? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're we're at the point now where we're trying to get a lot better at threes. Like I've never taken threes this seriously. And okay. it's like starting to get fun. I used to actually hate threes. Um just because before I was like and and even a GC threes like there's so many whiffs and stuff. But, oh, my God, when I was in Diamond and Champ, it was awful. Solo queuing threes was awful. You, you had no idea who was going to do what. Yeah. It was I, just, I get that. It was bad. Like, even if people were in position, just everyone would miss. Like, I always this, – this is this is a hot take for me. Um, Watch out. I need yep. to get, like, a like a sound effect for hot takes. <laughs> that would be um, – Hot, 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 hot take. <laughs> I think that threes players are generally much less mechanical than either of the other game mode players. Um, and I think that really stuck out when I was in lower ranked threes because I would be waiting behind two people and they would both just flop or whiff completely. And I just <laughs> grew to hate threes because I was like, there's five other people in the match in this match. If multiple of them are missing, the more people there are, the less I know what's happening. Because, like, all of them are just chances of hitting the ball. Or, like, they're just not doing what I can tell they want to do. And that happened way more in the same rank in threes than it did in twos. I mean, especially ones. Like, everyone's being careful in ones. Definitely. I feel like threes can be a little bit wild, wild west. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have so much backup, right? I mean, so much of threes is just the willingness to clean up after your teammates. Or just to try and set it up for them to knock it down. And be yes. like, this is like me pushing. I know he's probably going to hit it over me, but hopefully my teammate's behind me. Yeah. And he's just going to have like a good setup. Mm-hmm. I mean, think of, think about threes. Like in threes, you can... if. If you're taking the ball into the corner, you give up the ball, and your opponent is trying to take it back through the corner, 
to, you know, start heading down towards your goal. So often in threes, a teammate will turn around in that same corner where they already are. They'll like super shortcut the ball, the rotation to try and touch it again because they just want to and usually get beat. And in twos, that doesn't work or it's going to put your one teammate in an instant 2v1, where at least in threes, it's going to be at worst a 2v1, but more likely a 2v2 or a 3v2. Yeah, I feel like that's, I mean, that's most likely not the play in threes, Uh, but I'll definitely catch myself doing that if I feel confident I'm still faster than my next teammate or something. Totally. And which, it, I mean, it's not black and white, right? Sometimes. Yeah, it's completely like situational. Yeah. And sometimes that can be a good decision. If you are, if you have good field awareness and you're paying attention to what's going on or you're coming and somebody's like, hey, cut this or whatever, like there can be times where that is good. And more often than not, if you've touched the ball and you no longer have the ball and your opponent is headed in a different direction, it's probably not your best decision to try to go back into that play. Yeah. You just got to trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And calming specifically is something that I really struggle with because so much of like the foundations of my muscle memory that is Rocky League was established solo queuing on PS4. Yeah. So, and, and still to this day, like, I don't know why. Actually, no, I sort of know why, but I... I just do better solo queuing. I don't know what it is. I have no idea what it is. Not threes, for sure. That's why threes is like, I love playing with Eliza and Bruno. I'm starting to really appreciate the nuance that is threes and having a team and playing as a team. But so much of like my instincts are just two's reptile brain. Like, mm-hmm. like if I start to get tilted in a game and it's threes, I think I'll just try and like shut off what I'm thinking. And I instantly start cutting more because I'm just defaulting to like what my brain first cemented in as Rocky League muscle memory, which is like just twos rotation because I've played it so much more. Mm-hmm. And in threes, it's very reliant on comms. And because I solo queued so much, it's really hard for me to try and think of like a comm that I'm satisfied with that lets them know what I'm doing in enough time without sacrificing my concentration on my mechanics or something Mm -hmm. um like a lot of the time i'll just like have a brain fart and say something that doesn't make sense (laughs) i I, or or i just won't say anything which is confusing for my teammates coming is a skill in it of itself yeah definitely and it can be even more complicated when you have two people that are confident with it and they're just blabbing on and on and you're just like uh, but there's it there's no opportunity to like get your stuff in there yeah i think there's definitely like for my team specifically there's definitely enough space Mm -hmm. Uh, i think i just really need to work on trying to build the muscle memory of always calming yeah stuff and sometimes it it's going to sound, I mean, it's like going for your first aerials. It's going to be ugly. It's going to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. It's not going to be efficient. Yeah. You just, that's, that's the only way to get to where you actually can do something worthwhile with it. Yep. 
I'm I'm curious about this whole solo. So you like solo queuing twos? Yes. You but you don't like playing with somebody in twos. Uh, I do. I just all my rank up usually happens when I'm just chilling by myself. I don't have to think about what I'm doing. Mm. Or like I I'll be in position and I know I have a teammate, but I don't care about their feelings. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. But like sometimes when I play with someone, I understand they have a specific play style and I'll try and adapt, which ends up making my plays like my muscle memory stuff worse. So or you, like, I care you about inhibit not yourself. stressing them out. You inhibit yourself when you play with somebody because you'd rather be a good teammate and don't take yeah, this the wrong way. Yeah, and my entire play style is based off of me not being a good teammate. Okay, I appreciate you saying that because I was about to, and I didn't mean it yeah. in a bad way. No, but I, I will. Based on the conversation, that's kind of how you feel about it. I will just uh, like I have multiple accounts too because my whole deal with hating ranked. So I I realized one day, I, I think I watched a video or like some pro was talking about it, but or maybe just like a higher level player. But basically, having an alt once you get it up to the same rank, it's like playing cash when you're playing comp, because you're like, mm -hmm. oh, this rank doesn't matter, right? So like this season, I have four accounts that I'm getting GC rewards on just because I played twos ranked on them mm -hmm. with like either friends trying to help them get GC or just like when I don't feel like I'm popping off, but I want to like you know play something where my teammate isn't just like lollygagging around. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest though, compared to the way that you play, everybody is lollygagging around. Yeah. Come on. Work it in the air. People. <laughs> I want to say I some mean, air roll. I, Oh God. I mean, I, I feel like your ideal teammate is somebody that'll just like, let you do your thing though. No, my ideal teammate is someone that matches my energy, like really close rotations, like zip playing really fast, like just goes. Like that's the twos meta is just going. Um, oh, so you just want go, go, go. Yeah, and obviously there's slow play times. Like if your teammate's in front of you and the ball just got knocked out to you from a 50, you're not just going to 50 another guy. Like you don't want to because then they have a breakaway on that. Right. Um, And like – but yeah, like, like, I feel like maybe every game mode it's like this, but there's just like a rhythm. Once you get offensive pressure on, you just like get that rhythm and you try and like close the loop of yeah. getting boost, coming back, hitting it, getting boost, coming back, hitting it. Don't go all the way back. Why are you, you, you just know, like want to you're letting up on them? Now they have a dribble and now we're back defending. Why did you do that? Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. uh, so like the faster and more viciously my teammate helps me close that loop. I feel like the better, the better I do in the game. Got it. So you're just no mercy. I'm very offensive. Yeah. <laughs> my defense could use some work. I'm sure. But I feel formidable. I, I don't feel like my teammates are like, Oh shit. It's just Bingus back. I feel like I save like yeah. I'm pretty average. I, I definitely I mean... focus on offense. Sometimes the best defense is just a suffocating offense. Yeah, and like the better your offense is, the less your defense should have to be. Exactly. Who cares if the other team scores nine goals if you score ten? Exactly. There you go. Yeah, that's I feel that's like all it takes. That's that's all it takes.
okay, I'm curious. I'm going, I'm, this is, this is the biggest throwback I've ever done in a podcast episode. What was it about Pulse Fire? Like, what was the, what was the exact emotion in that Pulse Fire game? Was it just like frustration and complete competitiveness? Like, oh man, I, I hate that he did that to me. Now I just need to get really good. Or what was it? It was amazement and admiration and just like, because I was at least gold. So like once you're gold in Rocket League, you understand how hard this game is to pick up. You understand that like you, you miss the ball for your first like 10 to 100 hours. Like you'll just drive at the ball and miss it. Like it's a hard game to pick up. And like at the time I probably already had like, I don't know, 20, 50, 100 hours. I was just like, that is so insane and i couldn't comprehend you could do that in this game until now and like seeing it in the game too not just watching youtube video and like just being there and like hyping it up with my brother and just being like holy crap that's insane i was just so inspired i feel like yeah it was so cool what rank is your brother um he is d1 he plays off and on on ps4 still you just left him in the dust, huh? Yeah. He's not addicted like I am. <laughs> you said that you didn't take games seriously before Until this. I got into Rocky League. Yep. My so, friends used to play Smash. Okay. And I used to make fun of them. Like, oh, this is a competition. This Smash, you guys are like, oh, this guy's rank what in the world? Look at him, dude. He looks like a nerd. <laughs> like... Oh, so you just just thought it was a joke. Yeah, I was like, how could you take video games this seriously? But you you had a PlayStation, though. Yeah, I I mean... What kind of games did you play then? I would, like, occasionally play COD. Like, I had a PS3, too, but I never, like, played competitive games, you know? Yeah. they They went to Smash tourneys and stuff and, like, would practice at home. And, like, I never practiced any games. Like, I played sports. I practiced sports. But... Uh like games like video games doing that with game just nerd stuff nerd stuff exactly and like then go I was outside like, go outside and play a sport I, I, but i've said it so many times back to my friends now that i'm easily the most obsessed person with video games in our whole friend group um now that i'm addicted to rocket league and every aspect of my life has to be <laughs> rocket league and they know that um but they yeah, I've said it multiple times. Like, all right, guys, like, I, I'm sorry I said that. Like, it was very stupid. I used to say this. Like, you guys know how crippling my Rocket League addiction is. So you've owned it, it. Oh, I've owned it. Like, I, I was completely wrong. Like, good for you. I love esports. Nice. You love to see it. You, you love to see a good redemption story. Yeah, that, I just that friend I wasn't in love with leaf. any of the games. I guess. Mm-hmm. Did you play? soccer or like what what do you think it is that about rocket league that has just hooked you um i i i think soccer yeah soccer was my favorite sport i played soccer all the way up to high school but then i went to this weird high school where it's really tiny and there's no sports um so then i just started going to the gym every day um but yeah i think i just liked soccer Hmm. fair enough i mean Rocket League has a way of hooking people, clearly. Oh, yeah. It, it's so unique compared to any other game. It is yeah. 
the most mechanically intensive game out of any games I can think of. Like the skill ceiling in Rocket League is so insane. It is so insane and it's so hard to comprehend even as a player. And, and like, mm-hmm. if you haven't touched it, you have no idea. You have no idea how much yeah. you can do in this game. It's just a it, physics engine. It's infinite. Yeah. It's a little over, or it can be like overwhelming. Just like, oh, I finally got GC, but you know, then you still haven't gotten nearly, you, you haven't even like scratched the surface of what's really possible. Oh, yeah. Like, above the highest rank, there's, like, you know, bubble teams, pro players. And that's uncomprehensible to me. Like, or incomprehensible. I literally just can't imagine what... Like, I used to, before I even got GC... Oh, here's another good inspiration for me. Was um when I was, like, mid-high diamond, I met a guy in casual... And we added each other in voice chat. And he was just one of those like guys that I became friends with from Rocket League. Didn't know him in real life. And he was like this old washed GC from like season like six, seven or eight or whatever. And it was like season 10 or 11 when we were playing. And dude, he would, I would play with him and we'd just crush people. And like he wouldn't boost me, he would just play casual. And I think that's where I fell in love with casual even more. But mm-hmm. just like watching him air dribble across the whole field, and I was just like this lowly, you know, like 2018 diamond, like not doing resets like today's diamonds. I was just like, this is insane. Like what this guy's doing is so insane, and I want to get this good, and I'm gonna get this good. And it was just so inspirational, because like he's a like wash GC playing in like cash lobbies with his diamond. Obviously, he's just gonna style on him. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think he could get like consistent resets, but it was just like the air dribbles and stuff was so insane. Yeah. I love the way the air dribbles look. Yeah. Air dribbles are so cool. No wonder all low ranks just are like, how do I learn to air dribble? Like it does. And then, and then of course you're going to get the 50 like white knights who are like, well, actually positioning, Actually, positioning and other <laughs> mechanics are what you want to work on if you want to rank up as fast as possible. It's a, okay, it's buddy. A, it's a fine line. I mean, think okay, think about a game like Valorant or you know a first-person shooter. Like you can you can get good plays in a game like that, but really all There's you no have to look excellence. All you have to look forward to is being able to tap heads faster right like that's yep. basically what you're going for or having like some good lineups it's like running a race yeah pulling up some goofy like but it's basically like that mechanic and then in rocket league we're mishmash in this world of people that want to get better at the game want to rank up and then there are the people that i mean air quotes want to get better at the game but better at the game for them means I want a flip reset. I yep, want a ceiling shot. Better. It's it's getting better and it is you know what pushes them and what leads to their enjoyment, but it's not necessarily the most uh productive thing if you want to rank up. Oh, yeah, I mean objectively if you just dump 500 hours into flip resets and spend no time 
power shots like regular aerials, then yeah, right. you're not you're not gonna rank up. Exactly. So I mean, and unfortunately, you know, there's no queue for flip reset only game. Like it only oh, counts the goal if it was a flip reset goal. What do you mean there's no queue? Freestyling? Freestyle one v ones? Well, I mean there's there's yeah, but if you if you go in I mean there's no queue for that. No, but what I do and used to do a lot more in the past, but now I've just been playing as a team with Eliza and Bruno. I used to constantly go into the Rocky League Discord, the official one, and looking for groups, just post like NA, chill vibes, like freestyle one v one. Like I've done hundreds of those with people. They're very Oh, fun. I mean that's that's different though. Like you can't just like randomly queue in the game or like queue cash, cash ones under cash ones under sixteen hundred MMR. I bet you a quarter of the people are trying to freestyle. I'm sure. But <laughs> <laughs> You still I get have, it. like you still have the mishmash of like people that just want to do fancy things and people that actually like want to win. Yeah. And it's you know, mixing those two groups together, you have as you call them white knights and then you have people that just want to do the fancy stuff. And then you have, you know, the fortunate few that can do both at the same time. Well, that's where Rocket League feels amazing is when you're dunking on the former and you're playing as the latter. Right. Yeah. Okay. So last thing, we were talking about the Sunless thing and you said you had a story about... Oh, yeah. Okay. Quick so chat. I was playing on one of my alts. Um, Smelly Fat Monkey is the alt name. <laughs> and I was playing with Elias trying to help Elias get GC rewards or something. And it was GC2s. And, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I have, like, I think I had all the goals. And one of the guys leaves, and the other one just sits there AFK. And Elias just was like, hey, you should just forfeit. And he's like, oh, I know the guy getting boosted right now is not talking smack. And and I was like, apparently you're boosting me. And I was like, what? And I turned on my chat because I just had it off. And he was just complaining, saying like, oh, I'm not going to let you score, Elias, because you're just getting boosted right now. And I was like, wow, this guy is really annoying, forfeit. And I was like, no, dude, you're just awful. Like I said that in the chat. Because <laughs> come on, it's Rocky League. Like I, I'm not like the most mature person and i say that and eventually the game ends and we're just like scoring on him and he's just sitting there typing complaining and then i get a friend request after that game and it says sunless con has sent you a friend request and i was like what no there's no way that was sunless con he just had his name as a period i was like there's no way like we just dusted him he's a little baby um and so I checked ball chasing and sure enough, he had the pro status and is like also known as, and then all these variations of sunless con and then frequently plays with like Leth, arsenal, all these pros. And I was like, Holy cow, we just wiped sunless con 
and he complained about me boosting and his teammate rage quit and he was just complaining the whole time like that was sunless con like i thought he was cool like i used to watch his videos <laughs> and then i invited him to my party but this is after elias got off and i was like so you think i'm boosting huh and he's like i forget what rank smelly fat monkey was He's like, no, insert rank just hit different, I guess, these days or whatever. And I was like, dude, stop being a baby. Stop complaining. And then he's like, are we done here? And then I just, or no, no. And then he's like, oh, man, I did the chat. I did this Chad move. He, like, asked me a question, and I just, like, removed him from my party. I just didn't even answer. I was just, like, so annoyed that Sunless Khan, who posts all these, like, most toxic player compilations. Like, look at all these toxic players. It was just crying and complaining and being toxic in a game. Probably fishing for a reaction to put in those videos. And I, it made me wonder how much he did that for all of his videos. Like, if it involves toxic people. Like, because he's editing all the stuff out. And you're not going to see the one guy in the comment section being like, Hey, actually, that was me and this is what happened. And he's just like, I'm recording all the toxic players that I run into. Watch me edit it so they look very toxic. This is some this is some serious stuff. Oh yeah. I feel like this is this is like the E true Hollywood story. Oh yeah. Did you when you find out your favorite actor is like a real jerk behind or to like all the set workers or something? That's crazy. Did you did you record any of this? Uh, I or didn't. like screenshots or anything. Yeah, I have a video of me unfriending him after inviting Eliza and Bruno to my party. It's just like a funny inside joke. Is like I'm inviting Eliza and Bruno and deleting Sunless Khan off my friends list. But I didn't record what you're saying in game because his name wasn't Sunless Khan. Yeah, I didn't find out till after when he was in my party. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, funny. I know that we've just started talking, but you don't seem like one to just make up a story like that. No, Elias was there. I mean, it, it doesn't benefit you at all. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It was a big deal. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm just dunking on content creators I used to watch, and they're actually little babies. Like, this is fun. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, I mean, that's that's a heck of a way to end a podcast, but any any other final thoughts? Um I really, really enjoy your podcast, so thank you for having me on. Yeah, thanks for joining me. It was a good time. No problem. Uh where I mean you already said you don't have Twitter, but any anywhere else that you would like to mention of highlights or if people wanted to uh get any more juicy details about this sunless con interaction um i'm i'm in i'm in discords that people listen to this are in they see me around red's house asap booster club all right and uh a question for the audience uh <laughs> Why don't you just try and get multiple resets or air roll? It looks cooler. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good. 
just get good. Why why aren't you just, just good at, at the game? At least look good when you're winning, you know? Sheesh. I mean, I'm doing I'm doing my best, man. Well, this is season fancy, right? Or was that last season? No, that was this one. Yeah. I haven't I haven't necessarily followed through on that completely, but I mean, when it comes to fancy. Rocket I don't I mean a little bit fancier, but I'm not going crazy. Honestly, with the game for me right now, like I'm just happy that I'm enjoying the game. Yep. Like I've gone through enough stints of just like, uh, I don't even want to launch the game. But like right now, you know, I'm excited to hop in, play with some friends, actually have fun. And you know that I'm almost in the same spot as you. Like I'm just enjoying playing with friends and those games that I play with friends, I see things that I need to improve on. And so I, those are what you work on. Yeah. I want to make that effort, but like, I, I want to get GC and I want to get those rewards, but it's not like I am, I'm not waking up thinking about like, okay, now I get to spend some more time in rocket league to improve. Yep. I, I think this is the only game, I mean, and obviously I've never put thousands of hours into another game, but this is like, I still regularly just solo queuing twos, listening to music, have moments where something happens or just like, it overwhelms me and I just like take it all in and smile and I'm just like, wow, I really love playing this game. This is like the best game ever. Like, and, and I don't even have to be winning. That'll just like come over me occasionally and like it's only happened to me with rocket league like i don't get that with any other game yeah and obviously like i'll get competitive so if i lose and i'm being competitive i'm like man i you know i wish i won like dang it but just playing casuals is just i love this game so much yeah yeah i i feel you there like i do i and i i think i'm kind of i don't know like i do really enjoy rocket league and i think i'm also in a bit of a place where i'm just exploring other things because i'm giving myself i've spent so much time telling myself that rocket league is the only thing that you can do and even though you want to try new things you can't because you need to focus on rocket league and that just wasn't like life just doesn't work that way oh yeah i know i get it rocket league is very it takes a lot of time yeah but i mean it is there's nothing like it like you know i see i can i can play minecraft for a few hours and have a blast doing it and then i'll pull up twitter or see on youtube and see somebody hit like this really cool shot and be like dang it i just want to be able to do that and i'm sucked in all over again the power the power of rocket league all right simple i gotta go because i gotta i gotta hit double flip resets all right season fancy season fancy let's let's do it all right man this was fun bingus thank you so much i appreciate it and as always thank you for the boost thank you